You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats for May. Kaylee, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Have you been playing anything this month? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I have played a little bit of more, more of Arceus just for shiny hunting, like in between waiting periods, but that's about it. Um, Got me a shiny Vulpit or a shiny Ninetales. Nice. Yeah, I haven't really played a whole lot of anything. Actually, I don't think I've touched a video game since we beat Le- uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Which was our last podcast episode. Um, however, me and Lori did put together the Horizon, um, Lego set, the, the tall neck Lego set from Horizon Forbidden West. And it's amazing. Like, it's so cool. Um, we put like, I don't know, four hours into that build, which is about the same as a video game. (laughs) (laughs) It took teamwork. It took, you know, strategizing and talking and, you know, It was it was uh it was a good time actually. I would do more, except I'm not really into most of the things that Lego puts out outside of yeah. like Horizon. <laughs> so you hopefully know, they do more. They've been coming out with some like realistic stuff lately though. It's been like some of the like plant ones and the bonsai trees and stuff. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's interesting that they're expanding out to maybe older older children well and that's the thing even on the box i think it says like 18 plus like it's designed to be more challenging and it it was i mean you definitely had to think and you had to you know like lay all the pieces out ahead of time and then work together to try and figure out exactly where things go and if you don't have it on the right side then things get messed up and you know it's it can yeah. be a challenge putting together Legos, but it was fun. <laughs> it was worth it. We actually we ended up pre-ordering the Horizon Lego set. And it's it comes it's a tall neck and then it comes with like a tiny Aloy figure and then it Aww. also has like a very small um a watcher too so like and you do have to put together the watcher just like you have to put together you know aloy as a little lego character but the sense of scale is there like the tall neck is huge and it's awesome i actually saw one of those at the store the other day oh did you really surprised yeah we were (laughs) wrapped in a wrapped in a security thing but yeah we bought two of them um, th- we put one together and the other one's like, well, maybe it'll, you know, be worth some money yeah. later. I mean, not that we're really looking to sell it anytime soon, but like, you know, at some point it may yeah. be nice having a sealed, you know, version of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of neat. It's very neat. Nice. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, but otherwise we haven't really played a whole lot of video games i've been taking a break from twitch and at this point it's a break from video video games altogether though we do sometimes you need a rest yeah that's exactly it and i mean we've been you know we play a a video game a month we sit down and and record a whole review episode for every video game and we've been doing this for what's coming up on six years now so you know we've been doing this a long time we have a lot of video games that we've played and 
it, it seems like yeah. we kind of go through this periodically where it's like, we just need a break. So that's kind of what we're in the middle of right now. Not to say that we're not going to have a review episode um, on June 1st. We absolutely will. Right now we're talking about playing webbed for the uh, Switch. Yeah. So that'll be well, cool. I think it's on different platforms, but yes. That's probably what we'll play it on, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks super cute. It does. It's like little jumping spiders that... Yeah. Like, like 2D platformer kind of style it looks really cool i'm really excited yeah it looks like a lot of fun it it looks significantly more fun than b simulator was when <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited for b simulator I and I had it my been... eyes out everywhere looking for b simulator at a decent price it was not even worth the price that i bought it at and it would have been so much more fun if they'd have just done a few things differently yeah uh, oh man it was terrible I, I think my husband asked me, he's like, are you okay trading this in? I'm like, well, just give it away at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yep. That's how it be sometimes. But yeah, webbed looks super cute. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be, we'll be starting that probably in the next, well, I mean, I think we only have two weeks left, so we'll have to um, put together <laughs> some time to try and sit down and play that I'm, we'll probably do a similar thing where we just hang out over at your house and yeah. play for a couple hours um on a couple days so it shouldn't from what how long to beat website says it's like four to six hours so i mean we really shouldn't have a problem beating it within that time frame yeah so you know about 10 hours danny and Lori <laughs> or danny yeah. danny and kaylee time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty typical I uh I actually I bought uh cattails for the Switch recently. What um, is that? Cattails? I've never heard of that. Um Oh, my bad. I got it for the computer. Oh, um okay. it's the way it's been described to me is that it's Stardew Valley but as a cat. Oh, <laughs> you, all right. You get to play as a cat and I, I watched the trailer and they're like getting into little cat fights and it is it does look super cute. That's so I'm, I'm excited to play that. I, I have uh, um Gato Roboto and oh my gosh, I want to play that game so bad. I've already played oh. like maybe a little bit of it and it's like it's essentially Metroid but like you're a cat instead of Samus and it's just, it's super cute. And it's, I, I have a lot of fun like picking it up here and there, but it's not something that, you know, we've ever put any time for playing for the podcast, but I can totally see Brandon playing that with me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, this reminds me of stray, the stray, uh, Oh yeah. That, that hasn't been released. Yeah, I, it sounds like it looks super cute. It sounds like they're still planning on having that game out, but like it just disappeared after the last couple, you know, reveal trailers. Yeah, so, as they do. <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah, there is no there is no word on Stray as of right now. I know that their their social media keeps like hinting that they're still planning on releasing it, but I think twenty twenty really did a toll on you know some of these small developing studios. Yeah, so. it's unfortunate, yeah. but you know, all we all just have to be patient. I mean, just like Final Fantasy sixteen, that who knows what's going on. I keep hearing people say that there's still potential for it to release this year, so I'll be I very curious not. if that happens. 
I just cannot believe that it actually will. I just have such a hard time. It's it's Square Enix, so like it's either gonna be pushed to release this year and it's not gonna be finished, or it'll be delayed yeah. until next year and then it you know it'll still not be finished. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's like, funny because it's true. Just like Final Fantasy 15 that released and was is still not finished. Yes. <laughs> and then they were gonna finish it, and they're like, "Ah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore." That's the sad truth. It is. Yeah, it is. Yep. So, so um, I think we kind of talked about a, a secondary topic of handheld gaming. And stuff that we've played handheld gaming wise, um, so, you know, in our in our past, in our history of gaming. Yes, I I do not like really playing my RPGs on handheld. I, get I it. think I like to play them on the TV. I but you know certain things I do find okay, like Pokemon on handhelds because it's always been on a handheld game. But you know what? I think what it is is I don't like my RPGs chibi, and they tend to do a lot of handheld games in that chibi style. I think that's been the problem with Nintendo RPGs a lot, yeah. is that they like chibify their uh, character models. So yeah. like, um, Bravely Default, it's yeah. it's a like it's a decent game and it looks pretty good, but like. All the characters are very chibi style, and it's like, it doesn't look that great. Uh, that was a big problem I had with, like, Final Fantasy 3, when we played Final yes. Fantasy 3 on the on the DS. Like, I would have preferred yeah. just, like, the regular sprites. sprites instead of these, like, chibi, like, child figures, like, yeah. characters, so... People are dying. Yeah. They are. They're big old heads and their little bodies. They're, they're, like, too cute for the seriousness of yeah. the situation. <laughs> this is deep, man. They and I are just, cutely dying. I know. It's like, the world's in peril, but you're so cute. <laughs> I, I will say, though, I've been playing a lot of, like, like, a lot of the Final Fantasies have been re-released on Switch. That has been convenient. I feel a little bit different about the Switch as far as playing my RPGs. But, you know, they've, of course, retained their not-so-chibbiness. Right, yeah. But well, and, and some of these remakes that they've done, or re-releases, however you want to look at it, it um, they, they're keeping the original, you know, gameplay. So yeah. you're not, you know, changing it a whole lot. It's really just, you know, graphical upscales and what whatever. I... I suppose, though, it, it it doesn't beat playing those games on the TV. Just as a parent now, it is very convenient to, you know, play in the other room, get up, play in the other room, sure. move to another room and all that stuff. But Well, and I, I think just, that that's yeah. the convenient thing about the Switch in general, is that, you know, for the people who want that handheld experience, you just play in handheld mode. Yeah. If you have time to play on the TV, you play in TV mode. Like, you have that that flexibility. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so there are a lot of people out there that play exclusively in handheld mode. And, yeah. you know, more power to you. I just, 
I prefer my gaming experience to be this epic thing. You know, yeah, I um, want it on the big TV and I want it to be a sit down, full immersion sort of experience yeah. where playing it in handheld, I don't feel like I immerse quite as easily or quite as well. well I mean, know, I definitely feel that way with Pokemon games where like you're playing, yeah. you know, but I still, I prefer my games to be on the TV, even Pokemon games. Yeah. Well, I will say that the Switch screen is a lot bigger than most of the handhelds in the past. Oh, yeah, and of I course. And I think that's helped for me. Because, you know, I I suppose it makes sense to have these chibi characters because they're on these this chibi screen, I well, suppose. It, it For the DS era, it was mostly due to graphical limitations. So, like, uh, they couldn't, yeah. you know, really fully render them. However, like, when they redid Final Fantasy IV on the DS and they made everything, like, chibi style, I didn't like that at all. Like, yeah, at I all. Know. And, again, it goes back to why do this? You know, yeah, it... <sighs> It I mean, looks that was a better. serious game. Right. <laughs> and, like, it looks better, but, like, it loses that serious tone of the original yeah, game when you have these, like, away. stupid, silly character models. But, but, you know, looking at something like Stardew Valley, I mean, it makes sense for it to... I mean, that's even different still, because it's not really chibi. It's just in a, in a pixely form, if you will. It's just... But I feel it, like the it, game it was made. The game. Yeah, but, well, and that's the thing. It, the game was made with those character models in mind, so right. the seriousness fits the tone of the game as a general, you know, yeah, tone of the game. You know, yes. where like Final Fantasy IV was made with these pixel characters in mind, with a very serious background. But then you, it's like you reskin it with these like silly character models, and it like. The, that serious tone is brought down and it doesn't match the yeah. the cutesy artistic style that's going on. Especially so, you know, when you find some of these characters like 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 uh Kane and Cecil even. They're serious I mean they're dark knights, they're serious, they're kinda cool and all that stuff. And there they are, cute and adorable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's so- so growing up, do you remember any games that we played on handheld outside of, I guess, outside of Pokemon? I, not really, honestly. I do vaguely remember playing Donkey Kong Country because they had got that like on a oh man Game Boy Color. The Game Boy Color Donkey Kong Country is yeah. terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> they tried so hard to like match it one to one, and it's just not at all. It is just yeah. awful. I can't say that outside of Pokemon, I played a whole lot of... I, I do remember Starfy. That was like a Kirby game. It, yeah. like, like a Kirby game. And then Nintendogs. That was a big thing. <laughs> Nintendogs. <laughs> but like, I never really played any of my serious RPGs. Other than, I, I did play a little bit of Final Fantasy 3 back in the day, but really not, not a whole lot. Because I played my RPGs on the TV. Right. So yeah, I guess not. I guess. And what about you? For me, I played Pokemon. The majority of my handheld was all Pokemon. Um, I think what little bit of 
other gaming I did handheld mode was probably on the PSP where I was playing a handful of stuff like um uh, Crisis Core I played on the PSP. Oh yeah yeah. When I played through all of the Final Fantasy games the first time before we started the podcast I had played all of the Final Fantasy series um back to back really. And I played the majority of them on the PSP because Final Fantasies 1 through 7 could all be in some way played on the PSP. So yeah. I did. I played all of them there. And then after that, you know, I moved to the traditional, you know, PS2, sure. PS3, whatever, whatever the games were on. Um, so, like, I did do a lot of handheld gaming on the PSP. Uh, but then once... Once the DS came out, and that was when me and Lori had first met, we had both bought the DS Lite, and we bought, you know, a handful of games. I mean, we played a couple Pokemon games, we played a lot of, like, Kirby games, and, like, two-player, like, um, Mario Kart, I think we had a couple copies of Mario Kart that we were playing together, um... You know, little things that we could do together that, you know, was just an easy, like, wind down time at the end of the night or, you know, just gaming while on a trip or whatever. But, you know, again, nothing like, nothing like major, like, gaming. Like, all of that major gaming stuff was all, you know, console for us. But, you know, it goes back to that nicety of the Switch where you can play these games either or, you know, whatever fits your lifestyle yeah. the best. And that you was know, smart for Nintendo to do that. I, I loved that they brought back some of the classic games to the Switch so I can go in and play, you know, old school Mario and stuff. Like, that. that's kind of nice having that for the, for the Switch. Sure, yeah. Like, those older SNES, you know, split super regular Nintendo games. It's it's easy for them to port that over because I oh, mean yeah. in all honesty, the modding community, the homebrew community would be doing that anyway. So, well, you know, the the hardware guess, has the capabilities of doing it, so why the heck not? I guess what I'm saying is is that type of older games fits the Switch. Fits the handheld games True. in my opinion. I mean, They've ported a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, you can, we've got little screens that you can play some of these games on now. So yeah, I know. What's, what's the the really little one that you've got that you can uh, the Game Boy? Mo- oh, are you talking about the tiny, tiny one? Yeah, the Thumby. Yeah, that's like I think so. it's literally the size of my thumbnail. It yeah. plays like <laughs> I, they have um, they're called Thumbies. It's a T-H-U-M-B-Y, Thumby. And Aww, you can actually plug cute. it you can plug it into the computer and you can like download different games onto it. Um and then I think you can program like little tiny like um videos that you can play on it too. So yeah. like I kind of thought about making a tiny video of like Pokemon so that it looked like I was playing Pokemon on it, but just Aww. give it time and someone will pour over some sort of version of Pokemon to yeah. it. <laughs> It's just a matter sh- of time. I'm sure you can play Doom on it. <laughs> not yet. Surprisingly, not yet. But um, the company that made it, I think they're like um, Micro Circuits or something like that. The company who made them. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, They also have like very tiny TVs 
that you can put together, and they oh, are like yeah. super tiny, and you can put a micro SD card in it, and you can play videos off of it. So that would be that would be fun too. What's the uh, the like gold and red little handheld guy that you've got too? Oh, that's the micro, um, the Game Boy Advance micro. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that one that came out at the tail end of the Game Boy Advance era. Actually, I think the. I think the DS was even out at the time that those were released. And when those were released, like, nobody cared. Because, like, the DS could play the Game Boy Advance games. So, like, no one cared. They were really nice, to be fair. So, like, they had the Game Boy Advance, which was the, like, fatter handheld. Then they had the SPs, which were the flip screens. And then they had the... PSP's the 101 version that had the like backlit screen mm-hmm. and those were really really nice. Well then they tr- then they did the Game Boy Advance Micro which had a very tiny screen but that screen is like crystal clear and it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> I remember seeing those at Walmart for like 25 bucks. Now if you were to look online for those they're like $500 on yeah. the cheap end. So like man, missed opportunity there. I should have yeah. bought those up but <laughs> I did manage to get one at a garage sale for like twenty bucks or something like that, and yeah, it's like a, it's like a an anniversary edition for Mario, so it's like it or the Famicom or something like that because it it looks like a Famicom oh, yeah, yeah. controller, but yeah, it's it's really cute. Yeah. Yep, I remember. Yeah, I man, the SP though, the Game Boy. Uh... Was it was it advanced? No, it was just an SP. I loved that handheld. Yeah, the Game Boy Advance loved, SP. Yeah, I loved the my square little guy. Flip yeah. that open and play some games. I kind of miss that sometimes. Kind of like I suppose that's how people feel about flip phones. Like I miss I miss having a flip phone, which no one will really means that I'm sure. There is something <laughs> nice about being able to just close that lid and throw it in your pocket. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um, the, the cool thing that I liked about that era was the way that it, it integrated with the GameCube. So, like, you oh, could yeah. plug in the cord and you could play a handful of GameCube RPGs. So, they had, like, Zelda Four Swords and they had the, like, um, Crystal Chronicles, which was really good. So, then you could play, you know, with your own yeah. screen and stuff. And that was really cool back then. Uh, like, oh, man. Really cool. I- loved my GameCube. I loved it. <laughs> I had I didn't play very many games on it, but man, I played the heck out of the games that I had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I miss that. There's like a nostalgia to it. It's just like, ah. <laughs> I think I just I had a GameCube growing up and you you probably inherited it in some way, but like I just the games that were out, I had like Metroid and I think yeah. that was it. Like, I think at some point I may have had um, Pikmin 2. Or Pikmin oh, also, yeah, yeah. not Pikmin 2. Yeah. But I, I did play Pikmin, but, like, I don't remember a whole lot of that era. Like, I kind of skipped that. You? I, when, I think it was because me and Lori had just met during that time frame. So, like, she had a GameCube, and we played a lot of games on her GameCube, like Mario Party and Kirby's Air Ride. We played the heck out of that game. That was a good time. Now we can't you- play that game because somebody gets car sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, you know, uh, you guys actually gave me my GameCube for my birthday. Oh, yeah? And you gave me Animal Crossing. Oh, yes, the first Animal yep. Crossing. 
I yes. played, well, I don't know, was that the first one? Yeah, yep. Well, I played the heck out of that, and then I'm I played, you got me Skyward Sword, is, or not Skyward Sword, excuse me, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Played a lot of that, too. oh man. I just, <laughs> that was like a nice, solid time, my... Like my my good my good memories I suppose of that that era. <laughs> it's it's really weird. Um, actually, this this weekend, me and Lori are celebrating our thirteenth yeah. wedding anniversary, and it's weird to think that when we got together, like Final Fantasy twelve was brand new. <laughs> like I remember going and picking up Final Fantasy twelve with Lori, and like we sat down wow. and we played a little bit of it, and it was like the intro screen, and it was like this big deal. And then I like didn't touch it again <laughs> for like that's like funny, ten yeah. years <laughs> almost. Just that's it's funny. it's real funny, but yeah, it, yeah, good times. It is kind of weird when you think about these games that now you consider old, but, like, 10 years doesn't sound old anymore. So it's just weird how you got... I guess you just... You have certain memories that almost seem like it's been forever ago, but... It just depends on which way you're looking at it. Like, 10 years really isn't that long, but when you're looking at it from, like, a video game perspective, because things flow so fast... Technology grows insanely right, fast. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Absolutely. you look 10, like, you know, 10 years ago, you're talking, you know, the tail end of the PS2 era. You know, you're you're talking PS3 might have been brand new and, you know, those games were hot and, you know, fancy and, you know, the, yeah. the, Wii, the Wii was in its prime, you know, and just... Oh, man. Just and, and right now the, the Wii is like completely dead. There were two generations away from that. The PS5 is out. Like that, it's just crazy. You People know, ten, ten years isn't that long. But like <laughs> when you look at it from a video game perspective, it's like forever. It is weird because like I remember people going insane over the Wii, and you know that you couldn't I, find I them. Know. Just like yeah. the Switch, like you couldn't find the Wii. It's just, it's funny, because thinking back, I mean, again, it's been a lot. I mean, the PlayStation 5, you know, everyone is just pre-ordering it, those things. I mean, you just wait in line to get pre-orders online, where people were legitimately waiting outside for the Wii. Like, yeah. that that's an old concept now. <laughs> it's getting old anyway. Well, I mean, that's that's <laughs> kind of the way of the world, really. It's, you know... Uh, it's just interesting. No, but... no longer are the days of, like, midnight releases and, you know, all that stuff is just pre-orders now. And, you know, yeah, you get your digital copy at midnight on the day of launch, but that's about it. There is no more midnight yeah. party, midnight launch parties or, you know, and I miss that. I miss that vibe of going to the game store on launch day and like waiting in line, waiting for them yeah. to open and like being all excited and then getting the game and getting it home and <laughs> hooking it up to the system. And it's like, Oh yes. Intro what? video. You know, <laughs> when, when Dissidia first came out, I was in high school and they had sent me a notice that they were having a, a midnight party that I was welcome to come pick up my game. 
And I didn't realize that really probably the main reason was because Magus, one of the Maddens, had released and dropped. So there's all these gamer guys in line for their for their Madden, and there I was, waiting for my Dissidia. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so stupid when I left, but I got my game, so there's that, I suppose. Right, that's all that mattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the one the the biggest one that I remember is Final Fantasy X-2. Um I pre-ordered that game, and on launch, I skipped school. I don't even know if mom knew this, but I skipped school that day, and <laughs> um, I was waiting in the parking lot. I, I could drive, but I was waiting yeah. in the parking lot, and they they opened the store, and I ran in, and I'm all excited to buy it, or to, you know, yeah, take it, it home. And um, they're like, oh, yeah, the truck didn't arrive, so it might be, you know, 11 o'clock or so. I'm like, dang it. So, you know, I, <laughs> I waited in the parking lot all day, all oh, day waiting no. for this game to show up. You know, in, in true, I, it was game crazy back in the day. But, yeah, in true wow. game store, um, you know, game store norm. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It sucked. I was mad. Well, you didn't like that place anyway. <laughs> well, I liked Game Crazy okay. I, I never really liked uh, GameStop, but... Remember wow. EV Games? <laughs> Funkoland? <laughs> oh, you know, um, I, Brandon was actually showing me a video of someone making a cookie today, and they were making the, the walking pocket Pikachu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are expensive now. Yeah, I have both Gen 1 and yeah. Gen 2, though the Gen 1 doesn't work. I with them. Yeah, I me love too. Those. those were, those were uh, a special kind of Tamagotchi. The yeah, they really were. They were, they were. they came out the same time Tamagotchis were coming out. Like, Tamagotchis were, I think, pretty much dead and over when the Pikachu games came out. But yeah, I have both of them still. Um, the first generation Pokemon yeah. Pikachu or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I have the first generation doesn't work anymore. Uh, I, I have no idea what I need to do to get that working again. I've thought about taking it apart, but it's like, it's weird circuitry and I, I don't want to screw it up. Hmm. In any case, um, the the version two still works, I'm pretty sure. And that one, I mean, you know, they're both really cute, but the version two has like color and, yeah. you know, it's a little better, bit fancier. A little bit better pixels for sure. Yeah. Oh, I miss that part of my life sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I've wanted to get some of the newer Tamagotchis because like they have like a full color screen and they're like super sophisticated, but they're like really expensive right now. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think we'll be getting the newer Tamagotchis anytime soon, <laughs> but they're fun. I want a Bulbasaur Tamagotchi. Uh, they have new Pokemon Tamagotchis. They, they oh came out with an Eevee and maybe another Pikachu, but I'm like, sure. they're so hard to find. Like they're oh, so I'm hard sure. to find. They're really expensive. That's too bad. I would buy a Bulbasaur one. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like something that would be a hit among the kids. I mean, the kids are into Pokemon right now. My kid actually came home with Pokemon cards on the bus two days in a row. Wow. Not their own. <laughs> not, 
<laughs> well, not his own, no. But you know, I I was still like, oh, they're they're playing with Pokemon cards. Heck yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think the kids now they, they kind of have waves of when it's yeah. interesting and when it's not. So, um, I've I've noticed with other like friends that have kids and they're like really into Pokemon cards for a little bit, and so you know we hook them up because we uh, yeah. we still have all of our old retro Pokemon cards. Yeah. So like we'll hook them up and we'll give them a whole bunch of retro stuff, and then like you know a year or two later it's like oh yeah no they're not into Pokemon anymore. It's like oh yeah. <laughs> now it's Minecraft or well, you know whatever. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, you know, the kids now have all that stuff so easily and readily available, so it's not surprising that they fluctuate between all those things. I think the parents are so like, yes, we want you to be into Pokemon. Here, you have everything (laughs) you could possibly want. And the kids are so overwhelmed that they're like, yeah, I'm not into that anymore. Where, like, when we were growing up, that was like a luxury. Like, if you get Pokemon cards, it was like your birthday or something. So, like, it was a big deal. Any oh, other yes. time, it was like just begging and pleading to have Pokemon cards. Where the kids now, they don't have to do that because the parents are just as into Pokemon as they are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I I have I haven't yet, but I have been wanting to go out and get a pack of cards for my kid to oh, to open fun. up and have that experience. That would be fun. Yeah, he, he was needs, asking me about them all. <laughs> he needs. Yeah, he needs to get used to who the Pokemon are yeah. and you know get 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 some visuals on the different Pokemon. That way, when he opens a pack, he can at least yeah, recognize yeah. a few of them. That's cool. Uh, Good stuff. I gotta go to the store now. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, but, I mean, handheld era, I mean, that was really what it was. I mean, Pokemon was the only reason why I had... Uh, I think I my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Color... And it was just for Pokemon. And then, yeah. like, I got... I I had a, a couple different Game Boy Colors during that time. And then, like, Game Boy Advance came out. And I, I begged my mom to give me the Game Boy Advance for my birthday. And she did. Uh, but Pokemon wasn't out yet. So, like, I had to wait so long for Pokemon uh, Ruby and Sapphire to finally come out. And then when that did, you know, obviously we played those. But... Yeah, and then the DS came out, and I was, like, not into Pokemon anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It just kind of faded for me. Like, I came back to it. It it made its way full circle, but, yep. Yep. I remember. I was there for all that, too. Good stuff. I remember getting mine. I had to share with Shannon. Yeah, when did you (laughs) get a Game Boy Advance? Like, that was... I think... Uh... I must have... I think I got it for my birthday. Hmm. I want to say, because, like, pretty much when you were into something, I was also, so it probably was convenient, so I either just, Christmas or I remember something. my first couple of Game Boy Advance games I had, um, I had this, like, bullet hell space shooter game, I can't, I, I always look it up and I can never remember the name of it, <laughs> um, but then I got Bomberman... Yeah, and that, I remember that. That game played a lot like Pokemon. I think it took a lot of influence from Pokemon, where like you could kind of go around and catch some like monsters and creatures and yeah. stuff. Um, and then I had Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance, 
mainly because all of my friends had Golden Sun and they were all playing it and they're like, oh yeah, it's it's like Final Fantasy and like I got it and I played like two hours and I'm like, this is not Final Fantasy. <laughs> you gave <laughs> this me is that not- game. Oh, did I? Yeah. 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 I played it. It was okay. I would I I would be down to play some of these handheld RPGs. I mean, obviously I would stream them, so you know I wouldn't be playing them on handheld, but it would be fun yeah. to pick pick some of those up and check them out. I know that, that would be awful. I I know that the the PSP has a lot of really good RPGs. I know that um the DS era has a, a handful and and the 3DS has quite a few, but I I don't know a whole lot about the RPGs on the Game Boy Advance. I know that they you know they yeah. remade some like or they ported some Final Fantasy era games and then they had like Golden Sun and um they did Tales of Fantasia that was on the, oh, yeah. the Game Boy Advance, but yeah, I don't remember any other ones. Do you remember the camera and the games that came with the camera? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I still have the camera. The Game Boy camera. Oh, do you? I was thinking yes. about that the other day. There's like a... a you take your picture and you, you, you it turns you into this like juggling guy. And that was one of the games. Yeah, I was thinking so about that the other day. The juggling guy is Game & Watch. Like, that was the oh, first... Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. That was like the first Nintendo game. Like, Game & yeah. Watch was the very first Nintendo game. And so, yeah, they, they tend... Nintendo tries to sneak that in yeah. as, like, an easy little mini-game from time to time. But, yeah, that was pretty cool that you could snap your photo and then it would go on the head of yeah. that little guy. Um, yeah, and then they came out with the Game Boy printer that came with that. And I have oh, the Game Boy yeah. printer as well. And um, I've I've printed a couple things with the Game Boy printer. It doesn't work that great. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like the Game Boy printer is just old or if it never really worked that great to begin with. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of cool. It's, it's fun Aww. to see, you know what they wanted. I, there's a couple Instagram accounts. If you look out there, there's a couple Instagram accounts that exclusively shoot with the Game Boy camera. And it's kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yes. I think that they go, really funny. I think they go around and they use their Game Boy to snap the photos and then they upload them through like connecting them to, um, oh, yeah, some yeah. sort of capture card with the Game Boy, you know, adapter or whatever. But it's cool. It's really smart. It's it's a fun way of like an Instagram account, you know, with these yeah, really old something photos. Different. Right. Uh it's a piece of nostalgia right there. So with our topic of handheld stuff, what do you think the future is for handheld gaming? I mean, if you look at it like Sony's not doing any handheld games anymore. Or handheld systems. Yeah. Um Xbox never did any handheld stuff. Uh, Nintendo used to do an exclusive handheld and a, an exclusive like console, and now they have both of them. But what is the next generation going to be like? Is it going to be Switch Two, like a better, um, a better version of the Switch that is dockable, also, or is it going to be? Are they going to separate the two again, and it's going to be an exclusive TV and an exclusive handheld? It's just I ask this question because I feel like handheld gaming isn't dead, but you know what is the future? Is it going to be just like on the phones? Heaven forbid! I would absolutely hate a world where your only handheld gaming choice is you know 
you know, energy filled mobile mobile games. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with their game slash phone, like a gaming system that doubles as a phone. Which I realize it's not sounds the first silly, time. but no, it's it's not the first time that that's been done. I mean, the N gauge. I, I oh, have an that's N-Gage, right. and the N-Gage was designed to be a video game console slash cell phone. It didn't work very well, but it was it it did its job. Um, I mean, and then Sony came out with one, too. Um, after the PSP, they had a... I can't remember the name of it, but they have a... Um, it kind of looks like the PSP Go. Have you seen those? With uh, like, no. it, The screen slides up, and there's like a... a, a buttons and stuff underneath of it oh maybe i have i'll, I'll have to send you a picture anyway yeah. it's, it's just called the psp go but um yeah. they made a phone that was that same concept oh. it's not called it's not the psp go but it's the same idea where like you could download games to go on this exclusive phone it was basically just PSP games because it was essentially just a PSP. But then like the the top screen like slid up and you could play you know, there was a, a like a yeah. gamepad underneath. Well, you kinda know, cool. I I will say this. Kind of like how phones kept changing as far as going big, then going really small, then going really big again, and then going flat. And it, it might be one of those things that as kid, you know, as these kids who didn't grow up with, say, the smaller versions, they'll want those smaller versions again. So they'll just release those things as the trends are bending. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm just really curious if Nintendo's next generation is going to be, you know, a, just a Switch 2, or is it going to be, you know, are we going to go back to exclusively console? And if that's the case, is handheld gaming going to just be a thing of the past? Because I, can't I think imagine. a lot of, yeah, I mean, look at how many switch lights they sold. And like a lot of these kids exclusively play on yes. their switch in handheld mode because they can't, the parents can't be bothered to have them on the TV. So, well, I, here's the thing though. And I am not dogging on the moms who do this. When you go out and you see a mom who's grocery shopping, a good chance you're going to see the mom and those kids have something in their hand. They're Mm -hmm. watching something, they're playing something, and the portability and to not have to hear your kid narrate your entire trip (laughs) out to Uncle Danny's with every single car he sees, that stuff I understand the appeal of, yes, you may have this handheld system if it means that I get to listen to this song at least once without you interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, it, it is nice for the kids because of that, and it's small, they can go play, and, you know, kids are on the move all the time, too. And then, for me, when I have a kid, you know, I the kid falls asleep on the floor. Oh, well, I'll just pull up my game, and I'll play over here, and it'll, it'll be quiet, or, you know, it's... It's convenient for many reasons, and I just don't see it. Just like, you know... there's You're just saying there's always going to be a market for that that type of gaming. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but as far as what the next one will be, that's beyond me. I'm really... Oh, yeah, I know. Me too. I'm just really curious if Nintendo's going to separate the two again, or if they're going to continue with this, like, Switch model... Where basically, you know, 
it's handheld, but it's also TV version, you know. I, I can't would... imagine them going one way or another unless they do a console and a handheld separately again. But I think it's too nice and technology is too portable now to not, yeah. you know, to ignore the fact that you could just do both in one. You know, Nintendo's never cared about horsepower like PlayStation and Xbox has. Yeah. Where, like, you know, they, they're they really geared towards the gamer and the gamer experience, not so much the games and the power and, you know, the yeah. graphics. They just don't care as much, which is nice. I mean, really, it is. Also, it makes the developers for those systems try harder to come up with more innovative ideas that aren't so graphically, you know, heavy. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I I mean, I know that the Switch is going to be coming to the end of its life cycle here very soon. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear an announcement from from uh, Nintendo within the next you know, one, two years about the yeah. next generation of Switch or whatever, whatever they're going to be doing. I My biggest thing is they're probably going to do like a Switch 2 where yeah. they'll probably have some sort of backwards compatibility, but there's going to be some games that only run on the Switch 2. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I, I don't know how they're, maybe they'll call it something stupid like Super Switch or, you know, something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's that's what I'm guessing they're gonna they're gonna do. Just it's the model has worked too well in their favor up to this point to not just continue with that. But the switch is definitely due for an upgrade, and I think that that's gonna be what it's gonna end up being is a, you know a second iteration of the switch. So it'll be curious. I'll, I'll be yeah. curious to see how that pans out over the next couple years. Yeah, absolutely. I it doesn't even seem like it's possible that. It has t- that much time has already passed. Yeah, yeah, you know. Do you, do you remember when they first announced it and everyone kept saying that uh, it looked like a little dog? Like the, the controller? Oh, the controller. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still call them the dog ears. Dog ears. Yeah, you do, don't you? <laughs> Aww. Those are. It does not seem like it could possibly be that long ago, but I, I'm it looking really it up right now. It. Um. <laughs> 2017. Oh. That's that's its release date, so... Five years? Yeah. Yeah, so wow. I mean, yeah, typically I think they're like seven years between systems. So, you know, I think the Switch has got maybe two years left of its life cycle, and then they're going to be starting to phase it out. So, yeah, I'd say... We're coming up. We're they're probably gonna announce it. I would say they're gonna start announcing it and ramping it up maybe next year. I I'd be very surprised if it's much longer than that. I mean they could drag it out, but I, again the switch really could use like an overhaul and like some beefier you know hardware under the hood. I mean the technology's out there. They may as well. So yeah, yeah you know, I'll be real curious to see how the next couple years pans out for Nintendo. That'll be fun. I hope they name it something interesting. <laughs> I really, I like, I don't want it to be called Switch 2, but I also don't, I, I kind of like the Switch um, yeah. naming scheme, I but I also don't want them to say new Switch. Like, that would be real dumb. <laughs> you know, it's not the first time they did that with the new 3DS, but... 
granted the new 3ds was still just a 3ds it just had up upscaled features Uh, so i mean it's not like they made games that were exclusive to new 3ds systems but yeah uh, i'll be i'll be curious to see what their next iteration is gonna be yeah We'll see. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm we're sure gonna find out real soon. <laughs> you'll be able to put your phone into it, and then you can just play your phone and your Switch together, and it together will turn into something crazy. Or I don't know. That'll that's be that's exactly yeah. Actually, <laughs> you're just gonna put like your your hand into the Switch, and it'll switch your mind into game go. mode. <laughs> well, you it's know, a glove. If we could start coming out with some stuff like from Sword Art where you can get the helmet and just sit down and virtual reality play games. I I would be about that. I mean, that's what the Oculus is. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're we're getting we're definitely getting to that perspective of like full immersion into a, yeah. a virtual reality, but like obviously we have to figure out how to get your consciousness there so (laughs) that that's a ways off but i like what they're doing with the oculus i think the oculus is getting stronger and stronger that they're talking about the next generation of the oculus coming out um maybe next year something like that Hmm. so i i haven't been personally into the vr gaming stuff but it looks more and more enticing and if they can keep the price point low enough I think I would definitely be into maybe the next generation and seeing, you know, seeing yeah. what it's like. But uh, this this is definitely this is definitely not the discussion uh, yeah, time yeah. for <laughs> going into virtual reality. But yeah, yeah. Is there anything else handheld wise you wanted to talk about or you uh, think of? I think that was a decent, cool decent spiel there. Agreed. <laughs> well, guys, we are going to end it here for today. Thank you all so much for listening to us ramble on about um, handheld games and whatnot. That's what Zap Chats is all about, where we just ramble and ramble until we're done. <laughs> um, so our next podcast episode will be out on June 1st. Um, right now, like I, like I said in, earlier in the podcast, uh, it will most likely be webbed, but we'll see. Things always change yeah. with us, um, but we'll see. So yeah, guys, thanks again for listening to this podcast episode, and we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>